Let's take out the trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads the paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Jimmy Jenkins. And I'm Ya Grower, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. We look at the news that gets dumped on the weekend so that it doesn't get buried. So, Yael, what did you find this weekend? Well, we know there have been a lot of email hacks in the news lately, but one that didn't get a lot of coverage was exposed on Friday. We knew the Democratic National Committee was hacked, but the Clinton campaign released a statement acknowledging a data analytics program they used was also compromised. Sean Gallagher, the IT editor at Ars Technica, describes the program. The DNC offers this analytics service to the campaigns to allow them to go over voter data. And so what was compromised was that server. It sits on the DNC's network and the Clinton campaign uh, VPNs into it to look at information on it. So it wasn't on the Clinton campaign's own network, but uh, it is something that they were using to look at voter data. So what kind of data are we talking about? Sean says it's detailed information on voter demographics. There's no PII on it. There's no personally identifying information on it, no social security numbers, anything like that. It's, it's, there may have been name and address data, but there was nothing like email addresses or, or things like that. It was all specifically to look at polling and demographics on voters in different areas around the country. Okay, so who do we think is behind this hack? A lot of signs point to Russia, but as Sean explains, there could be several different actors at play. The Russians don't necessarily do a very good job of keeping track of what one agency is doing versus what another agency is doing. So it's possible that there were two separate attacks on the DNC going at the same time by different actors within Russia. may have also been a criminal organization that has some affiliation with one of the security agencies. It may have been a Russian oligarch-funded group There have been a number of efforts to do disinformation that have been funded by uh, wealthy people who are pro-Putin in Russia doing things like paying trolls to post about different political things as people who have certain political views in other countries but are in fact uh, Russian citizens working in a building in Moscow pretending to be those people. Yael, why would the Russians be interested in our voter demographic data? It's common practice for intelligence agencies to keep tabs on what's going on in other countries' elections. Sean says Russia, like many countries, has a lot riding on this election. From the standpoint of what we do in the U.S., from an intelligence collection standpoint, I'm certain that there's tracking of political parties overseas by U.S. intelligence. Uh, NSA is probably tracking a lot of these things in other countries to keep track of where the political winds are blowing in different countries. That's an important thing to know when you're dealing with the global picture. Of course, this is all still fairly speculative. We don't exactly have proof of Russian intervention in the hack at this point, but Sean says there are a lot of signs pointing in that direction. All we have is we have forensics that points to it being developed by Russians in a Russian time zone using infrastructure that was associated with previous attacks on NATO allies and on Russian dissidents and on uh, political figures in the Ukraine uh, that would seem to point to it being a Russian intelligence gathering operation. So I'm certain that there's more information that has been collected that hasn't been shared, but the information that's been published, what we know, is just that much. So it's essentially... A, an educated guess 
what one analyst told me was it was enough to hold up, say, in, if, if you were going to go sue somebody for uh, something in civil court, it would probably hold up, but wouldn't hold up in criminal court. Yeah, well, why do these hacks always seem to focus on the Democrats? Have the Republicans been attacked as well? It's possible. Sean says both campaigns have the same security apparatus as, say, a mid-sized company, which isn't really that much at all. He believes both sides are probably getting hacked, but so far the only releases we've seen are about the Democrats. We don't know a whole lot about how the Trump campaign operates uh, or if it even uses GOP resources yet to operate its campaign. So I would expect that somebody is trying to do it. I think that it's just a question of why we got the information from the Democratic Party leaked versus any information from the Republican Party. Usually, you know, these sorts of attacks, these sorts of hacks are to collect data, not to release it. So there's a lot of speculation that the information from the Democratic National Committee's servers was released as a smokescreen to cover up for the hack after it was revealed. So why do you think the Clinton campaign acknowledged this hack on Friday? Well, because of Hillary's history with her private email server, this is just another security breach related to her campaign that her enemies could exploit. So they tried to dump it. You can find links to the reporting we cited, as well as Sean Gallagher's other work in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive.